Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Just Pro Wrestling News Podcast. No filler, no pop-ups. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you, supporting us at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. It is the Wrestling Mayhem Show, over 800 episodes deep. I don't even need to say number anymore. We're so ready it's, 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 it's like a decade and a half and over 800 episodes. That's what's important. We're still here. We've outlasted everything, including that Disney Kids podcast on that other service. That's right. That's right. Screw you, Disney Kid. Yeah, but also with you, us, also, also beating up small children in a theme park, it is Mad Mike. Hey, that only happened the one time. And honestly, the kid had it coming. He had it coming, and that's why. He had it coming. That's right. That's right. He had it coming, and he figured out exactly what you can do with a lightsaber. And that's why they have his picture up at the entrance of Universal Studios. But anyways, uh, up there in Beacon, New York, is the only yeah. mayhem or what the future never later from the WWE. <coughs> I just did that backwards. Sorry about that. It's okay. It's okay. They know who I am and what I do. And, and if they don't, well, then, hi. Welcome to the show. I say really weird things sometimes and nope. you're <laughs> just gonna have to sit there and deal with it what that, that, that was a hell of a plug yeah and, and that's his bio ladies and gentlemen mm-hmm. that's oh, actually, that was that, that was my dating profile I, was it <laughs> yeah. anyway, which is burned to the ground because he's married man yes Mike. yes he's married mad mike yes um in, the, in a, the very mellow mad wedding last year anyways also with us in the studio it's Ronnie Starks. Hello. I do not have a future endeavor, but from WWE. You do not. I do not. Give it time. Well, there's already a Starks in the company, and it's not me. So, you know. Wait, in WWE? Who's the Starks in WWE? No, in AEW. There's oh, no, AEW. Yeah. Yes, that's a different there's, one. There's a Billy Starks in WWE. What? Or she getting fired. I don't know anymore. I, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know. You there's know, too many Starks. NXT, I feel like my name doesn't matter anymore. NXT doesn't matter so much. My TV... Uh, didn't want to work tonight with it, so and, and that's okay. Um, I, I just feel like it just doesn't matter anymore. It really doesn't. It's just in, even less so, and we'll we'll get into more of the sadness of that here in a little bit because you know. Uh, but we do have a brand new guest, and you know when we have a brand new guest with us, the Wrestling Mayhem Show is the independent wrestling hitmakers. So I can't wait to see what happens with this. Uh, Joshua Kovat is joining us for the very first time. He's a member of the Apex with the Rev Ron Hunt, another friend of the show. How you doing, Joshua? Oh, I'm all right. I thought I was here to shake babies and kiss hands, but I guess this is, you know. No, no, no. We, 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 we stopped doing that after year five after, you know, that incident. Oh, okay. Yeah. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about Yeah. That. I wasn't even here yet. Hand. We don't talk about that. Uh, that break, poor, poor hand. <laughs> I was in Grew here. up to be 24-7 champion, though. Oh, there you go. There you go. I mean, who didn't at this point? So, but uh, you are, I guess you are with uh, Prospect Pro Wrestling. We're going to be chatting with you, getting to know you here uh, later in the show. Uh, uh, Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, Pretty, pretty cool to to sit down and uh, get to chat with you guys. So excellent. Excellent. We'll we'll have some fun and uh, see what's coming up. Um, See what's coming up uh, 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 this weekend with, uh, 
Uh, uh, 2PW Mayhem. What a unique name, right, Mike? <laughs> I mean, wait, do we have a lawsuit? No, we don't. No, no, first of all, it's run by Marshall Gambino. We are not. Oh uh, yeah, okay. We are that, not pressing fair. the we issue. Don't want, you, I mean, you guys have a lot of rivers down there. You could end up at the bottom of. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yeah. But in the meantime, this is the Wrestling Man Show. You can uh, check everything out. Uh, you can hit us up at the email address. Good times. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Uh, 412-206-WMS0 is the hotline. You can uh, uh, let us know, you know, uh, when you're, you know, having a couple of beers and, and want us know, let us know what, what you really think of SmackDown on a, fr- on a slow Friday night. Just call that number and uh, and let you know, let us know everything you think you think about Roman Reigns uh, or whatever the case or, may be. Or if it, if it's really late on Friday, mm-hmm. and you're thinking about calling that one person, you know you shouldn't be calling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beforehand, what you do is you put our number with that person's name, That's and right. then when you call them, you're really calling us, and we're your friends, we're your buddies, we're your pals. I already have. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, like. I used to, when I lived in the Bronx, I used to go out and get shit faced all the time and just leave random voicemails for random podcasts. It's okay. Great. Okay. It's great. It's also kind of free therapy. So you're welcome. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, also, uh, join the conversation on the Facebook page and group. Uh, a lot of good discussion happening. We also have a Wrestling Mayhem Show Discord linked over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com as well as over on. Uh, Reddit, you can join us, and we're live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Facebook Live for the Wrestling Mayhem Show, on Twitter, on YouTube, and we're on the IndieWrestling.us, Twitch and YouTube, and Twitter, maybe? And and I just click all the things and, and see where people are going to watch us. Uh, however you like to uh, uh, consume the mayhem. Sorry, you better treat Ronnie right, or he just might show you his suitcase and live mid-show. Um, yeah. oh, what? It's, it's, I, <laughs> Who said that? Show you, Ronnie, Ronnie, show you, you might, his you might suitcase. Is that? Is that? I don't know. What is that? Is that slang for something? I'm not aware. Well, Ronnie of? doesn't have a belt. He doesn't have his belt with him. So. You don't have a belt. Like, wait, well, he, who, you, you left your belt at home. Which belt? I, not the. But Ronnie, we're just saying you might get frustrated with how this show goes creatively and leave halfway through. Oh, okay. I well, mean, if you don't feel there, it is. That's the joke. That's the joke. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you don't, nothing you, goes over my head because I will catch it. If you don't, actually, that went way over your head, and we actually had it was a boomerang, luckily, so it came back and hit you right mm, in the fucking back mm, of the head. Mm-hmm, so you mm-hmm, know, look, mm-hmm. you guys forget I don't watch the product. Which, by the product, he means this show. Um. Anyways, yeah. yes. It's okay, Ronnie. Ronnie is the new Chachi. <gasps> you are the new Chachi. Mm-hmm. But slightly not as negative. I could be slightly. more negative. No, no, you, that's okay. That's okay. No, we, no, no. That's my, why I'm here. Yeah, Mike's bringing plenty of that, <laughs> plenty of that with him. Anyways, uh, thank you to everybody who is uh, supporting the show for some reason at patreoncom show. Our friends at the fan of the show level, Bo Diggity. Woo! As well as Ed Burke and Team Hammer Fist. Uh, I don't know who's uh, we. Uh, we should bring up what he did later in the show here. Oh, we uh, remind <laughs> me to bring him up later in the show. Poppy Club level. Our friends David Ponner, Bobby F J Town. I see you, Dave, in the chat room over there. And whoop. Okay, we'll move that. Um, sorry, my hotel just came through. Where are we? With Dave Ponner and Bobby F J Town. Pizza Club level. Doc Remedy and the Riz, as well as the Manager level. Our friends Bradley. 
and the mother of dragons herself, Tina Keys, out there in Seattle. Thank you guys so much. You can support the show too. Get some exclusive content here and there when we have a little bit extra chatter hat going on over at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. Of course, the big news last night, it dropped, uh, interestingly, uh, during the show, and I, I'm sorry, I don't have the quotes entirely in front of me, but um, I guess uh, uh, there was supposed to be a six-pack challenge of some sort for uh, number one contendership for Bianca Belair's Women's Championship. Um, yeah, yeah, it was supposed to be uh, Sasha versus Naomi versus Nikki A.S.H. versus Dewdrop versus Becky versus Asuka. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the winner was going to be number one contender, and they said it was going to be the main event. Right. And it, during the course of the show, apparently this happened during the show. Is that where we're at right now? That's what it seems like. Okay. So during the show itself, um, it was announced that uh, 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 Sasha and Naomi, the, the current women's, well, current, former now? Current, I don't know. Current. We'll say current. Well, we'll we'll say current until we hear anything else. Yeah, until we hear anything different, I suppose. Um, were were they 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 had supposedly left unprofessionally left the the uh, arena, and it was mentioned by Corey Graves a couple of times during the sh- during the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I tuned in late where some guy named Ezekiel, Ezekiel was wrestling, so I was not up on what was going on. That's Elias's brother. I understand that's Elias's brother, um, but they kept getting the title was wrong. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm still catching up with everything that's going on there. But anyways, uh, then a statement comes out on Twitter, I think before the end of the show, um, with Sasha, and, and I'll just read this verbatim, and we, if you have not read this thing, and, and I think there's a lot to read into this kind of thing. There's a lot to read into this kind of thing, and this, this, and this is I've never seen, and a lot, and a lot of the journalists are saying too, like they've never seen um, a statement, a statement like from the WWE of this nature. That's uh, an official WWE statement on Sasha Banks and Naomi. When Sasha Banks and Naomi arrived at the arena this afternoon, they were informed of their participation in the main event in tonight's Monday Night Raw. During the broadcast, they walked in the WWE head of talent relationships, John Laurinaitis's office, with their suitcases in hand. Oh, that's where you got that from. Placed their tag team championship belts on his desk and walked out. They claimed they weren't respected enough as tag team champions, and even though they had a, they had eight hours to rehearse and construct their match, they claimed they were uncomfortable in the ring with two of their opponents, even though they had had matches with those individuals in the past with no consequence. Why not Raw is a scripted live TV show whose characters are expected to perform the requirements of their contract. Regret we were unable to deliver as advertised tonight's main event. This reeks of partially Stone Cold took his ball and went home slash I don't slash, even slash Charlotte throwing the belt at Becky Lynch. Like there's a lot of stuff uh, going uh, on here. Who this is all right and and, and and this is this is really before we get into really the meat and two veg of it. This is the first time WWE has apologized for not giving us an advertisement <laughs> in the thirty year history of Monday Night Raw. What's the real story here? Um, I, um Tina's pointing out that there was uh, I, I guess there's reports of uh, multiple times being told to quote fix their attitudes. I mean. I thought that was why we had John Cena. Mm, Attitude yes. adjustment. Yeah, that's that right. Makes sense. That's right. That's right. Uh, 
Jeez. Sorry, I, I, this is this is a serious thing. I'm making light of it, but yeah, no, it's fucked up. Yeah, yeah, because, really is. Because I, all right, let's take a look at this from a strictly storyline perspective. Strictly storyline, because we don't exactly like the statement that we have is WWE side of it. We don't have fully what Sasha and Naomi side of it is. Mm-hmm. But strictly from a storyline perspective, if you're watching Raw. Last week on Raw, you had um, Bianca fighting Asuka and Becky getting involved. Mm -hmm. And you had Sasha and Naomi having a match with Dewdrop and Nikki. And Dewdrop told Nikki to get serious. These these feuds were not connected. Yes. There was no connecting tissue for any of these threads. Yet suddenly, for no reason whatsoever... There was supposed to be a six-way match where the tag team champions are forced to fight each other for no reason. Neither of them expressed interest in the Raw Women's Championship, and technically, they're both SmackDown superstars. Okay. So I see why if there were creative differences with on, on Sasha and Naomi's behalf, they make a lot of coaches so, points. So, so, so on. Hey, it's shitty booking. I mean, yeah. that's the, 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 the in the sun in the sun comes up. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, when it comes but like we were heading towards what seems like a triple threat match between Becky, Oscar, and and um. Oh, that's not what we set up last night. No, that's not what we set up last night. No. And the the report from Dumb Elts, which. Who the fuck knows if that's air, quote, air quotes for everybody on audio? Yeah, lot, lots of air quotes. Lots, yes, biggest yes. air quotes you could possibly fucking imagine. But supposedly the the story was that Naomi was going to win last night and Sasha was going to get a shot at Ronda Rousey. Because as we talked about last week, there's no one left for Ronda Rousey on SmackDown. Okay. Because they've wiped out the women's division, basically. Mm-hmm. And then the Naomi and Sasha were both going to lose on the pay-per-view and not defend their women's tag team championships until Money in the Bank. Which, I mean, if I'm the women's tag team championships, I'm if I'm the women's tag team champions, I'm going to be pissed off about that. And it's not the first time they've done this. Mm-hmm. They did this with the Iconics. They did this with Bailey and Sasha. With mm-hmm. uh, Bailey and Sasha, like they've done this with the Kabuki Warriors. They did this with fucking every women's tag team champions. Since they existed, basically. So, 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 but, but the statement, this, like, God, I'm still, I'm still wrapping my head around portions of the statement. You know, the, the, the allegation that they were, uh, what was it, uncomfortable with two of their opponents? Of course, it was a six pack challenge. What was it? Becky, Asuka, who else? Uh, Nikki. The, the implication is that they're uncomfortable with two dropping Nikki. Okay. You, and okay. and like even even Big Demo, Nikki Nikki A S H's husband, came on Twitter and said, "No one would ever say they're bad." Okay, so he basically called bullshit on. Okay, so this is WWE throwing some shade that. Oh yeah, that, it's okay. Hashtag control your narrative, Sorg. Mm. Uh, dude, 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 weren't respected enough as tag team champions. Okay, that falls in line with what we're talking about. But oh, but but the WWE had to. Go into explaining, basically explaining professional wrestling uh, <laughs> to to the layman's. It's really interesting that they 
felt they had to. And I do wonder who, where this kind of statement came from, too. Like, this definitely is not a Vince statement, that's for sure. No, but no, this, this screams, like... This, oh, yeah. you know who this message is for? The shareholders. I don't think so. No? No, because there's... Tony Storm left in the middle of an angle. Yes. Middle of a hot angle. Over the Mid- holiday tour. Oh, oh, yeah, like, but like in the middle of an angle with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Nothing like this no. statement happened. No. Jeff Hardy leaves middle of a match. How show? Middle of a, doesn't matter. Middle of a match. No statement. No statement. Uh, pack. Just stop coming to work. <laughs> no, like, like legit. Ali was almost going to do the same thing. Like, there are people who have done this. Charlotte throwing the fucking belt at Becky on live TV on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. No statement of unprofessionalism. Or there, there's, like there's definitely, there's definitely a lot of cracks being shown here. A lot of people are kind of reacting, and and you know, and and what's going on back there, right? Uh, you know, is, is it all the politics? Is it all the attitudes? Is it all, you know, they're not keeping the lid on it. Well, they're they're very much not. You have to look at it as, like, there's a lot of people that are talking about this right now, too, saying because they made this statement, which they normally don't, as as you just said, that there's a lot of people believing this is a work. And I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's another, you know, perspective that we really have to look at. Like, is that a possibility here? Or? But to have a work like that where you, like, explicitly say about this like being a scripted show and, and rehearsing your matches yeah, and things like a, that? that like, that's so weird. It goes completely against everything Vince stands for, but it, that doesn't sound to me like a statement by Vince McMahon whatsoever. So. No, no, no. If, it, if it's a work, it's the best work they've done in a long fucking time. <laughs> like, I agree. I, yeah. Like, I thought it might have been a work until they released the statement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Once the statement came out, I'm like, this ain't no work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they, they would never do something like that for for just an angle. Like, if, if it was... Because I think they might have had a brief blurb when Austin walked out. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I do and, and, like, and Tina's pointing out it's gotten so big where E! News is now covering it. Yeah. I mean that's the thing when you when WWE's worked so hard to have all their uh, Hall of Fame announcements come out on Sports Illustrated and and everything else, you know, uh, now they're also when something happens they're in the tabloids too. So mm-hmm. you know uh, they got to tread lightly on that kind of stuff. So yeah, it, it's I, I don't know. And it, Tina's also saying that this is nothing new. This happens to African American women in all industries. Yes, the, and the there is the, that aspect of it. The attitude, kind of what I was trying to drive out. A little yeah, bit, yeah, but, yeah. But um, like, the attitude it, statement that she brings up, uh, or I think it was her that brought up. Um, yeah, um, you know, yeah, because like, towards that. I mean, not for nothing. If you look at WWE, mm-hmm. Sasha Banks is probably their most marketable female athlete mm-hmm. over Ronda Rousey. Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Like, statement. like. Sasha could leave WWE today, go up to John Favreau and say, "Hey Johnny Favs, my schedule just opened <laughs> up. Let's do a six episode series of me and Bo-Katan. What do you say?" Oh my god! Like honestly, that could happen very easily. Please, like, please. D- D- Disney has no shortage of writing Star Wars stuff at this point. We're writing 
something about Andor, who was like the third lead in Rogue One, who's dead in canon, <laughs> and no one knows anything the fuck about him. Mm. So if we can do a whole series about Andor, we could definitely do a Bo-Katan Casca Reeves show. Like, let's not get it twisted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of opportunity. I mean, she's got a lot. I mean, on top of outside of wrestling, she's got a lot of industry connections as it is. You know, some in the family. Snoop. Um, but uh, I mean, she's so both her and Naomi. Naomi came from not being used for like almost a year. Like Oscar just kind of came off of right, mm-hmm. uh, and and you know that kind of thing. So like that part doesn't surprise you know. But you know, but but this this is this is but this, like give me one good reason why Naomi hasn't been in the bloodline. Yeah, like there's no good reason that she's not in the bloodline involved in that storyline. There's mm-hmm. no reason for. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. It could have added a little bit of, you know, a little bit something extra to it. And it I mean, hell, they'll let Rhea Ripley join up with Edge's stable. Why not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see how this goes. There's been no additional statement. Have they responded to this yet? Are their Twitters quiet? I don't believe they've said anything. I'll do a quick. Twitter yeah. search. All right, take it to the it. take it to WMS uh, research uh, department. So, are we going to continue? Shall we continue airing our grievances over women's wrestling, Mike? Because I know you have some. Oh, oh, I have some. Uh, I don't see anything on Sasha. Oh, no, oh, no. Does anybody else? I, have d- some? I doubt Naomi would say anything. No, no, no. Well, they're probably checking with their lawyers right now. Yeah. Um. So, you know, that, that's all right. So so sword. so so I I know so let's okay let's let's and I, and I'm hoping this isn't going to be the same argument. No, uh, it's not. A, but it's 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 indicative. Okay, like, the two big companies are not showcasing women's wrestling the way they properly should. Okay, okay. Um. So last week we talked about how every week on Dynamite so far there's been two tournament matches. Mm-hmm the Owen Hart tournament, and there's been one women's. Sorg, how many tournament matches for the Owen Hart are there this week on Dynamite? I'm not aware. I've been a little busy. Um, there are four. Okay. There are four. Okay. Three men's tournament matches. Okay. We're having matches in two different rounds for the men of really? this tournament, and still only one women's match. So I, I took a look at, you know, the brackets and everything, and it they did report that we are going to have the finals of the women's Owen Hart tournament at the pay-per-view, which mm-hmm. honestly, I wasn't sure about. Still not sure if it's going to be on the buy-in or not. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Still not sure. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, we're going to do a 30 minute. Uh, we're going to do a 30 minute Broadway with uh, Hookhausen and. Uh... <laughs> right. I mean. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. That, that has that has Broadway written all over it. Mm-hmm. But um, but so I like I looked at the turn. I looked at the tournament brackets and I looked at how many weeks we have till double or nothing. Excuse me. Basically, this means that the men's finals is going to get a whole full week of build, mm-hmm. like between the Dynamite and Rampage. The women's bracket will be finalized on the night before the pay per view. Yeah, which is wait the, wait up. wait the night before isn't the pay per view on a the, Sunday? The rampage. Oh, then then the rampage the rampage before the yeah yeah, yeah. so like yeah, which yeah. means it gets no build at all. Okay, like I don't see why you have to 
rush through the men's tournament to get to the final so you can advertise it and you still only have one woman's match on the show. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense the women's matches on dynamite are consistently some of the highest rated segments on the show it's not like it doesn't make business sense either Mm -hmm. like it's idiotic to me so what is it that is so the i guess the question is what is it that that's making them not have the faith in and and plus there are no men's tournament matches on rampage and especially because rampage because of various sports tournaments going on, Rampage has been at weird times. So they're putting the women's matches on shows that might not even get viewed by everyone live. Mm-hmm. And it, it seems just completely unfair. Well, it, it just does. It seems just like carelessness on the part of the booking, man, to not even be concerned about uh, building your product in that way, like your branding, you know, you're trying to help the these women brand themselves as competitors and, and you know as something legit, which they they've done that obviously with, I mean, all their different dark shows that they do, you know, AW Dark and Dark Elevation. Mm-hmm. That, that's where you see a lot of these, and I think that they have a lot of good women's talent that's underutilized. And, and, and there's multiple women being uh, uh, showcased on those dark shows every week. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 there's a there's a nice deep roster of talent there. Um, so, but we're still not seeing them on the main main products. Now, this makes me wonder. Man, we get we and you're telling me that in in unequivocally like that the, they are the highest one of some of the high, highest rated yeah, segments. Absolutely, right? I mean, you know, Brett's hot. Uh, you know, uh, I, I would say Jay Cargill's hot. You know, uh, you know some of the other ones. Um, but uh, man, is it is is it is it a management thing? Is it? I can't imagine TNT being. We don't oh, want the oh, women. Sorry, we need we need twenty minutes of dynamite time. For Jericho standing around and talking again, don't we? Every fucking week. Mm-hmm. Every fucking week. It's a Jericho talking segment that doesn't need to happen. Mm-hmm. That doesn't need to fucking happen. It doesn't. I agree. And why is like why is Ty Conti like only being used to be Sammy Guevara's arm mm-hmm. piece and stand on the apron? Like, oh, that doesn't make sense to me because ridiculous. she's they, a, a badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They completely torpedoed any kind of momentum that she had. Because she had momentum. She had her momentum. and her and Anna Jay were a unit. Yeah. They have they haven't been on screen together in months. There's something else happening too because uh, you know, Tony Khan came out this week talking about they had the trios match uh titles made a while ago, but they haven't pulled the trigger on it, right? And I don't know if there's anything more in the interview about why they haven't. But also you know, just, just just yeah. But the last thing we need on Dynamite is more men's tag team matches. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, but 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 generally, I I'm wondering if this this Ring of Honor, uh, uh, it just just as a microcosm thing, not as your broad broad issue, but as a microcosm of 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 the the championships. Like, why don't we have tag championships for the women yet? We also did just get like four new championships. Oh no, I'm not, Honor, I'm, not so. it, I'm not saying they need more belts. No, no, they no. don't. They don't deal very they well with the sh- belts. They, they have. should showcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't matter if they get more belts if they only get one match a week. Yeah, yeah. So is that strictly a TK thing? I mean, man, I I read a lot into how he reacted about the. 
uh, NWA uh, Empower. Is that the what's which where the NWA Women's Show was? Um, I Empower. Really, it was that was Empower. Empower. Okay. I mean, it, it, you know what? Say what you will. NXT 2.0 last week was 85 percent women. You men. are not wrong. I didn't know who any of those women were. Like, but but, I, you but are they're not trying. Wrong. Yeah. They're trying. Mm-hmm. They they know they have a lot of talent there, and they are putting their women's matches forward because NXT mm-hmm. has a strong women's roster. There are women on that show I know got signed a month ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's well, wild. they're doing they're doing they're doing the breakout tournament. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. But but I just feel like yo, I feel like I feel like when you hear that they've signed somebody. Like uh, Nikita Knight from the Rise School here locally. Mm-hmm. I forget her new name, but um, like uh, you know, or Cole Carter, whatever. Uh, Troy Donovan, I think his name is. Um, now he might be a greaser now or something. I believe so. Uh, but but again, like I, I, you know, people will get signed, and these are not like people that have been in the Indies for like five years. You know, these are people that like Cole was what a year in the business. Mm-hmm. Nikita, well, I mean, but but Nikita, you have the same Nikita, thing in AEW. Like Anna J has not been wrestling yeah, long at all. How many people got signed that were in, in Indies for how long? And it took like two years. You know, we didn't see Elias Logan Schuler to Elias took like four years. I but Sorg NXT a... is now actually being used as developmental. That's true. Come on. Yeah, and I think it's, it has a lot to do with just the, the WWE style. You get it, somebody who's been on the indies for a while. Now they have to break them of all their habits, right? And they mm-hmm. can't teach them the WWE way, so to speak, whatever that may be. So you get these people that are fresh out of training or have only been uh, in the scene for about a year. It's a lot easier to get them to understand your way of doing things. And now they're throwing them right into the shows and stuff. Which, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, on Vince's part, isn't bad business, I guess. Uh, for somebody you know like us or me who's been sitting on the indies for a while, it, it it can be frustrating when you see that. And I can only imagine how some of these guys that get signed to WWE after being years on the indies busting their ass, mm-hmm. and now they're getting held back and watching people pass them. And, and I always say to that, you know, I, I, you know, WWE is not necessarily a bellwether of whether you're a good wrestler. It's whether you're a good for the role they want. That's like it. it's a casting call. It's it's a TV um, show. It's it, not. It's always it, been that. It's always been that. Hulk so, Hogan. Yeah, Hulk right. Hogan. Hulk fucking Hogan. If yeah. WWE was based on how good of a wrestler you were, Tito Santana would have been a five-time world champion. Oh my god! Can I live in that timeline? Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> I want. I want that. T- Tito Santana and Randy Savage would have been invented WrestleMania. Oh my god! That's, that's what would have happened. Oh my. God, then then steamboat the next year and uh, yep exactly and you have Rick Flair go- and then Rick Flair for three years after that you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would seem that the WWE has a habit of taking their best talent using them to enhance uh, characters mm-hmm. not so much mm-hmm. in ring talent but personas mm-hmm. well I was like like Kevin Owens like we know him as a incredible wrestler right mm-hmm. but man you know why he's there. You hear him on commentary last night. He was eat. Oh he was just God. chewing the scenery. He right? was having Sammy so Zane. much fun. Sammy Zayn, if you look at him, you're like, how is this guy still in the WWE? Right? He doesn't look like a WWE guy. He doesn't. It, but 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 that whole story about how like Vince was like, hey, do that dance. It's really annoying, kind of thing. Right? Mm-hmm. That the slam dance <laughs> he used to do when he came out. Or I guess he still does. And that yeah. and again, he's become this character. That you can throw into the Johnny Knoxville match, right? Mm-hmm. And that is bread and butter for WWE television. And that's television. still 
one of the highlights of that entire work weekend. It really kind of was. It was too. amazing. It really was. It was a, because it's so much fun. Like <laughs> when you have people who know and accept their role, mm-hmm. like and and more more to the point that they like their role. Mm-hmm. To get back a little bit to the Sasha thing, like when you have people who identify with the role that they're given and they like the role that they're given, they can excel. But if you give people a role that they don't think they're accustomed to, well, then they won't. Uh, Rob's in the, our, our, our cameraman with uh, Sidekick Media and Wrestling.us. Rob's out, out in the chat room. He says, I had mentioned before that Cole kind of is that blank slate they're looking for. Never really had a gimmick, not much of a personality or a promo, but looks great and is fine in the ring. And and again, and they're imprinting something on him and working with him, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they have the best. Yeah, and then they surrounded that. him with his friends. What's that? Cole. No, no. Cole, oh, oh, Cole Carter. Sorry, Cole Carter. Different Cole. Sorry, Cole Carter. Sorry. Cole Carter. Different Cole. Different so, Troy Donovan. Cole Carter. Sorry. My bad. I got. I got I, I, yeah, I know. I, I shouldn't. I should have really used the full name on that one. So and again, a nice kid. I, 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 he's somebody I was concerned, you know, seeing his stuff. I'm like, oh, you know, st- like he looks good, but is WWE going to be able to, to, you know, pull something out of him? And if anybody is, it's freaking WWE, right? Mm-hmm. If anybody's going to pull a character out of somebody that has a character to give, well, I mean, for sure. their type of thing, it's going to sure. be that system. Look at, look at, De- look at Joe Gacy. I haven't like, much. Like, but. like if you look, but if you look at Joe Gacy, he basically just looks like the Riz. Yeah, like, like, like if Riz just showed up in NXT, it'd be Joe Gacy. Okay, but then, but they funnel him into something, and he's he runs with it. He's doing really good with with, with his stuff. Absolutely, you know, like if if you find someone that can latch onto something, like fucking Braun Breaker, what is his gimmick? His, <laughs> he's a Steiner. Yeah, he's a Steiner. That's his gimmick. He's got this tire imprint. I'm sure he's going to lean into something later, and then they'll find something to separate his personality. But right yeah, now, I mean, hell, he just Wendy, needs Wendy to be. Chu, her gimmick is that she likes to nap, and honestly, that's all of our gimmicks. <laughs> yes, exactly. She's just capitalizing on by wearing onesies and using body pillows as weapons. Absolutely, I'm absolutely. I'm on this couch right now, and I want to nap. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I once tried to nap in the ring, and I was told I was killing the business. So, you, know, <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you don't know how many times I've napped in the ring. Yeah, we have that. Just make sure you do it after you get hit with a go to sleep. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And then just stay in the ring until the crowd leaves. You ever see this? Like, see, Punk just did this last week, didn't he? In Long Island, mm-hmm. where he got where he got knocked out by Hook and just like laid in the ring until everybody left the arena. Mm-hmm. And I guess he did it back in WWE back in the day too, mm-hmm. right? In, yeah, like that's I love that. What's that? He did it in the same city. In the same. Oh, oh, is that a oh, is a Long Island thing for him? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's to great. be fair, <laughs> to be fair. I mean, that's sleeping in Long Island. Place. That's probably yeah. the safest place you can. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Joe Gacy has uh, done some done some more darker stuff. Darnest in oh, okay. CZW. Okay. Won't be surprised if WWE gave uh, Sammy a run with the main belt. Uh, Sammy, Sammy Zayn with the with the main belt. God, if only. Someday. Honestly, I could see it. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I could see it. Even if he did something along the lines of what they did with the Intercontinental, right, where he just kind of weaseled out of what did he get it from Bobby Lashley or something at the time. Yeah. Um, like 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 that kind of thing. Like he doesn't need to. And be... he beat Nakamura for the IC title. Like, yeah, Sami yeah. Zayn. Sami Zayn can beat anyone any given day mm-hmm. if they wanted to. 
absolutely. But absolutely. The, but the thing is, if it Sammy fits the Zane narrative, with the character, if it's the Sammy narrative, Zane with the character he is right now, he doesn't need. It. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He doesn't need it at and, all. And with like, you know, like and, Sammy Zayn was in the ring with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns at the same time <laughs> and didn't look out of place. No, Mm-mm. and and you couldn't have imagined that day. But anyways, well, if you uh, want to see uh, some wrestling, uh, then an ad. There it is. Uh, if you want to see some wrestling that maybe is less fr- or maybe more frustrating, it depends. It depends. It's indie wrestling. You never know. It's a mixed bag. And you never know what you're going to get, and uh, and, uh, it, and we have a lot of it. Uh, Indie Wrestling. Yes. Oh, I'm really good with the transitions today. Oh my god, I need some mm. sleep. Uh, but anyways, uh, Indie Wrestling.us featuring our friends Renegade Wrestling Alliance just had a great show this past weekend. Um, mm-hmm. I have not been spoiled on the end of that show, but I understand it was very very interesting talking to one of my videographers today. Uh, looking forward to edit that one. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I can get it in over the weekend. And uh, our friends at Rise Wrestling also had a fantastic show, headlined by Pretty Boy Smooth against the violent gentleman Victor Benjamin. Uh, would be coming up, uh, I believe, from probably about the next day on the network and on VOD. And also, um, our friends, this week we're going to talk about uh, Mr. Kabat here about 2PW's Mayhem. And of course, you can check out the last that we actually just dropped the trailer for 2PW's Forsaken. The April show, if you want to catch up, now is the time before you get your tickets for 2PW this weekend. Uh, catch out what you catch up on what you've been missing. If you want to catch the VOD, so you can play it on your Vimeo app wherever uh, you can get that. Or if you want to, um, or or if you want to uh, hop on the network or the uh, memberships on YouTube for just a couple bucks, you can check out that. A bunch of check out the entire catalog of 2PW Prospect Pro Wrestling on there, as well as our friends Victory Championship Wrestling. Uh, featuring the Beastman down in West Virginia, uh, and so much more over the years. A great catalog of over 400 hours over on the IndieWrestling.network, and plenty of stuff, a deep catalog as well of shows, past shows over on the YouTube membership for IndieWrestling.us. Go check it out, IndieWrestling.us. Well, this weekend, of course, we do have... The big show, um, the uh, 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 2PW's Mayhem, because it's May, right? I would, I would assume. I feel like everybody caught on to that. There's a lot of Mayhem titles going on here. Part of the Mayhem is Joshua Kavad yeah. with us today. You are part of the Apex with the Rev Ron Hunt. And uh, and uh, it, it's it's you, you've added a different a, a different style to it. I think I what I did, I think I said you, you did a promo with them. You guys turned in a little bit ago, and it felt like a, a scene out of The Departed. Uh, <laughs> it was a vibe I was getting. Uh, yeah, so you know, Rev is the talker of the group. I think uh, what who Rev? What? Yeah, I, I, he likes to talk, and he's pretty good at it. So we just kind of you know let him go and do his thing, and I stand back, shut up, and uh, look mean. Um, so uh, yeah, but uh, being part of the Apex has really been. Uh, uh, a key part in some of my growth recently. And, uh, I, I think it's cool that I have got to bring a little bit different style to, uh, to the group with the high flying and stuff. Um, you know, make it a little bit different, but yeah, we just let Rev, you know, he, he goes and I'll, I'll steal some of his lines and it works <laughs> for me, you know? So, and it's, and I, and you're, you're somebody that that's kind of popped up on my radar 
I, like I said, I think over the last six months, I might have saw you first at like like KSWA maybe, and then I think I saw you on another show. Wait, wait RWA you did as well, didn't you recently? Yeah, yep. So like you're 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 like kind of doing the full Pittsburgh loop at this point, it seems. Um, but I I understand that you you know, you've been around a long time, and you're just more recently coming back into wrestling, right? Right. Yeah. So uh, I got in the ring for the first time when I was 14 years old. Uh, I got wow. the chance to start training. Um, I had my first match at the age of 16, uh, which just so happened to be a cage match in Charlotte Roy High School. Um, and then, you know, from then, bounced around. I wasn't... Wait, 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 wait. Did you say your first match was a steel cage match? Uh, yes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, my first uh, Pennsylvania match, like a legit match, was uh, a nine-man cage match. Uh, oh jeez, jeez! So, wait, what? Wait, wait, wait! Is that, um, where, is that was that the, the oh, let's, was let's, it a trainee rumble? <laughs> just... uh, no, so there was three different shows that came together for that show. It Holy was a, shit! I was on that show. Yeah, it was a cluster yeah. muff, man. It was really Ronnie was. in the cage. <laughs> Rock, uh, Ronnie ref the match. I took, I took a DDT on the floor. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> that sounds right. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Let's talk. So about just that. like uh, just, so just like just like Ronnie's been around our indie wrestling lives our, the whole time, and I'm we've only sure recently discovered. You and I have known each other for a long mm-hmm. ass. Time. Turns out you've been best friends this whole time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it, well, you know, back then because I was so young, yeah, I was uh, made to wear a mask every time I came out. You know, I was sixteen, but you know, I was eighteen for like four years right yeah i don't think that works in pennsylvania uh, <laughs> it got me for by, a number right? of just, reasons you know you yeah, just yeah, tell yeah. people you're 18 and they, they buy it just throw a mask on the kid sure, he's all right sure sure we don't but, have, we and, don't have wrestling licenses here you know like put put him in a cage he'll be fine right and yeah it was it was interesting that was a good show there was three different companies that came. i don't even remember what companies specifically besides mvp that's who i was there for there and, was mvp there was kcwe and then, oh, uh, and then, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't know. We should have left that one. We out. never, we know. And then, yeah. and then, what was the other one? Well, it's uh, a lot the of other le- one, what a letter salad going on over here. PWX was the other one. Oh, of course. Oh, we got. Why a... did we work that fucking show? I don't know. <laughs> we just, we were just like pontificating our decisions. Wow, I just had a lot, like a, a a lot of revelation happen right there in that. Oh, but... We both did at the same time. Yeah, That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you? Do you were you you didn't do you were. Papa Lucha or whatever the fuck were you? No, I did not do Grandpappy Lucha. I did a very <laughs> generic gimmick, very generic gimmick. Uh, just uh, the Gaijin Goblin because apparently nobody oh, knew what Gaijin meant back then. Uh, so yeah, give it. He's a foreign goblin. That made a lot of sense. God, you're giving me these flashbacks, and I'm just like, my God, what the fuck were you thinking? Yeah, right. Uh, that's, isn't that I most everybody's wrestling career in the ring or in a uh, in a cage? Why the fuck would he do that to you? Uh, well, because I was a dumb young kid who wanted to do stupid things. Yeah, that makes sense for us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I actually jumped off. I got to jump off that cage. That I know. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> oh, God. We can't talk about this show on the air. Yeah, it's probably... It's <laughs> you probably, sure about that? It's probably I, best we park it. I, 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 that could be when we talk about after on the Patreon. Okay. Because, boy, man, we could tell you stories about that show. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll put a pin on that for Patreon uh, uh, later then. Um, perhaps. Thanks uh, for terrible flashback. It, it depends on how <laughs> where it goes. <laughs> wow, bro. Ronnie is, like, taken aback right now if you're not on video with us. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Maybe Ronnie's really just the friends we made along. Somebody should probably get him Xanax or something. Holy shit. I, I'm literally pitching the entire show in my head, and I'm so mad. 
<laughs> you know what? It's not even the show that got me. It was uh, the getting the cage in the building that wanted to fall oh, apart the, the cage entire time. Was so terrible. Yeah, it was dangerous. Um, uh, so it's not like um. Oh wait, wait. wait was that in that? Was that, in that like school kind of situation? High school. Yes. Yeah, I think we've been in there for shows that were not terribly legitimate. Um, how, he, how do you win a nine person team? Oh, you nobody won. Okay, uh, yeah, not the fans didn't even win. <laughs> okay, do you? Okay, <laughs> shit, man, fuck. Oh, I'm so bad right now. Uh, do you remember Shane Valentine when yeah. he was on the oh BMX thing? Oh my god, I remember him. And <laughs> the cage, because he was he was doing modeling stuff back then. Okay, so he got in the cage, and the cage cut his stomach when he was getting in the cage. No. And he went in the back and he was fucking bitched up the storm. He's like, I have a modeling gig tomorrow and this fucking cage made me bleed. You remember him going back to the bitching yeah. bubble? Uh, I mean, you know, the cage was falling apart. It doesn't surprise, surprise me. You know? <laughs> uh, Holy shit. Yeah, there's uh, some gave, of the things we do in indie wrestling. You, know? you gave me a terrible flashback, bro. I'm like having PTSD over this fucking show. Um, I'm not paying for your therapy, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the truth, Ronnie, Ronnie, when you're feeling low, just call the hotline. That's right. Yes. You're gonna, you better like listen to the hotline message later because I'm just going to be like. 412-206-WMS0. It's uh, Ronnie Starks. Uh, Sorg, I really think we just need to get like a still shot of Ronnie's face when he realized. Uh, that right there. There it is. Take that picture. <laughs> Take that picture. There Burn it, it into your mind and the internet right now. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> what year? We, we need that to be a gift like the Ziggy what the 2010? fuck 2010? Yeah. Like 2010. Fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We made some really bad decisions in 2010. <laughs> I made probably a lot more than you, man. So. I mean, who who didn't make bad decisions cool. in 2010? Oh, I can't believe we did that show. You're still, you're still on this. <laughs> well, anyways, you're doing yeah, much better please. now. Um, right. right. <laughs> What, what, what was the name of the company? I want to see if it's, it's on not Cage important. Match. There's no way it's on Cage Match. I want I don't to see. Think it's I, have, be I have to no, see no, no, no. now. No, these were like. No, I, you're not going to find this anywhere. No. You, ne- you I, never know. I remember. Oh, fuck. I don't think like this was even uh, uh, like back then. These shows, I don't even think they were filming them. They were just like no. throwing no, something no, no, together. No, 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 <laughs> no. This is a Patreon thing. I'm, like, a, I'm not even sure if it was it was in the commission. Um, No, it wasn't. And Ronnie, or I'm sorry, Tina sent me the picture of Ronnie. That's disappointment. <laughs> that is. Well, I'll send that to you so you can make it your profile picture. And, oh, and, uh, All right. and Team right. Amethyst says that face needs to be a sticker, mm. which now might happen. Well, keep an eye out to fullygimmick.com. I, I remember yeah. the guy who ran the show didn't want to pay a lot of people who showed up either. We can't. Okay. We gotta okay we're moving on. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> hey, you know who's actually, I think, paying everybody in the locker room? Marshall Gambino with 2PW. Yes. There's your transition. Yes, yes. And Thank you need you. to go support that this yeah, weekend. Yeah, you know, now, now I'm, I'm making money. It's not just a hot dog and a handshake anymore. I'm actually, Wait, look at how he's dressed. Oh, uh, shit. You, know, you look like you're blinded in with my couch over there, though. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, purple purple is my color, so you got a good couch. There you uh, go. There I, you go. I, I approve. This um, couch is fantastic. Uh, yeah, but, you know, making making a little headway now, doing something different, really buckling down, taking myself seriously as a product, and uh, really trying to brand myself and put myself out there as somebody who would be, uh, you know, uh, essential to have on your roster, right? And I've been able to uh, get some eyes on me uh, through the help of others. You know, I can't take credit for all that if it wasn't for other people saying, hey, you know, check his kid out. I wouldn't be where I'm at. And, um, 
you know, so yeah, it, it's been really cool to get the uh, RWA. I actually, uh, I was a kid, uh, 16 when they, their first couple shows, I was a, a, a manager and security and anything under the sun. I remember breaking up, uh, a fight with Virgil and him trying to smack me with a chair and I had to tell him I was 15. <laughs> um, Virgil don't give a fuck. You know, so there, there was, a, you know, moments like that and, and being able to go back there after all these years uh, and be able to, you know, tell like Dr. Feelbad and then like, hey man, you remember me? And he does, which is really crazy. Dude, uh, Feelbad's got this like, he doesn't seem like he should have a steel trap mind like that, you know, but he really does. Yeah. He, rem you know, and he remembers and, uh, to be able to everything to come full circle like that, to be able to come back mm -hmm. and to be able to, you know, really, really you know, work and, and, and actually be, uh, what, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm the greatest worker in the world, but I'd say, you know, I, I got something to give, right. I got something to offer. Mm -hmm. Uh, and given that opportunity at two PW, uh, cause I didn't know, I didn't know Marshall from Adam, man. I just showed up one day and uh, helped out, you know, with the ring, which is something that, hey, uh, newer guys coming up in the business, take a tip. Uh, you want a booking? Show up and help. Yes. Help with the ring. Show up, meet some people, shake some hands. Don't expect nothing and just show up and help. And it's going to get some eyes on you. And that's something that uh, happened with me with Marshall. It also got me a booking out at Eclipse Wrestling. And it was uh, just something that really got some eyes on me. And mm -hmm. For Marshall to give me the opportunity to come in and to uh, be able to do something there was really cool, and that's where actually uh, I got to meet like you know you guys, you know. So was... absolutely, I say I'd seen you on so many shows, and then like you know like editing were in person, and we're like, hey, I remember this guy from over here, and you were popping up. So 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 you feel like somebody that's definitely to watch out for, and now to see you, and, and I presume just from being around two PW that that was the opportunity to kind of roll start rolling in with the with the with the rev and everything or two, mm -hmm. right? Uh, well, you know, uh, I networked with AJ, uh, for a while and he got, uh, Rev's eyes on me and I was able to go out to, like I said, Eclipse and just mm -hmm. do a little, a little dark match out there just so they could see I wasn't just all talk. And then, uh, through working at 2PW, it really, that's where I started to build a bond with Rev and we were able to do, you know, really start getting involved with each other and working together. So yeah, there's a lot of credit to that, uh, as well. Uh, for being able to, you know, to get in a tight knit group like that. So, well, you got by this weekend, um, uh, interesting challenge, and actually, there's actually a picture of if, if you, we wouldn't mind reaching behind you to the middle behind the couch there. Um, I, I you notice there's a, a little. I mean, they're 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 frequent guests here on the show. Do you want me to do an impression? Uh, there you of go. Their opponent. What, what was that? There. Okay. Can, yeah. Sure. Do a, a it's a sexy Khaled dudes. I mean, there's there's a lot more than I think you're going to face this Saturday on that picture. But uh, there you go, Ronnie. What was what are you going to do here? I can do I can do a Corey impression. If you want oh, to. Okay. Okay. Hey guys. <laughs> this Saturday. Actually, he doesn't talk with that. Well, you know, he. No, no, no. He no, no. I didn't slow, know if you're you doing know? a Corey or you're doing a sloth uh, impression. No, well, that. a little of both because he, okay. he talks really slow. It kind of fits with that, I guess. You know. I'm from the future, <laughs> and the future says we're gonna beat you guys, but the truth is they're not. I mean, that was pretty spot on, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, especially the end where they're not gonna beat us. That was mm -hmm. like the best impression you could have had. Uh, um, you know, and, and the craziest part of the, this whole thing when I was reading, uh, they were putting out like the match announcements and stuff. All I read was like Apex versus STDs, and all I could think about is like, what? Why would they? <laughs> why would they why do would, why would they do that to me like 
you know, why ST? I don't want STDs. That's that's mm-hmm. a terrible thing. You know, I, I, I'm married. I believe in you know uh, a covenant between of marriage. That, that's STDs. I don't. I still. I can't wrap my head around why. I mean, I can understand why Corey would call himself an STD. But okay. Okay. I mean, okay. it's, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, we've had them here many times, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we're all clean. So mm-hmm. I think you're good. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm good. Good. Yeah. I will be getting tested after Saturday. Um, you know, we'll see how that goes. COVID and everything in between, right? So, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. so just to be safe. Come on, and everything in between. Oh, oh, no, no, oh see, now, now you're crossing some lines. Man. Oh, I thought I was being clever. I'm yeah, sorry. I mean. Yeah. You know, the bad part is uh, we, we all know Hank Hudson, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Known Hank Hudson. The legendary for, Hank Hudson. Mm-hmm. Known Hank Hudson for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And he's always, you know, really nice to me. We're always, you know, real cool with each other. But just out of nowhere one day, I walk into the locker room and he wasn't, I, I don't think he was even thinking. He just looks up and he says, hey, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I looked Hank and I apologize after the fact, but at the time I felt no sorrow whatsoever. I looked Hank right in the eyes and I said, screw you, Hank. And I walked away. Um, he apologized profusely after that. But yeah, so COVID and Kavod, I came, you know, I came out with, uh, with you know, that at, at probably the wrong time. So I mean, honestly, you can make it work for you. I prefer not to, though. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know, yeah, I know. So we're we're a, not going that direction. Saying, if it I'm makes just you saying, feel better, I pop for your name when I first heard. There are there are opportunities. Thank you. You could you could sell masks with your name on it and be like, well, you know, be, well, the meaning COVID. the meaning of Kavod is something so much more than stupid COVID, man. It's so uh, the full name Joshua Kavod is actually Hebrew, uh, and it stands for uh, He Who Saves by the Glory of God. So it has meaning to me, and uh, you know I, I like to get that across as much as I can to people, and to get them to. That's why, I like little things, you know, I, I don't like to be the guy that's a, a heckler about his name, right? You don't get my name right. I don't like to be that guy. It's like, hey, come on, man, get my. It but happens not, but, so but, much, but not COVID. Yeah, it's not COVID, <laughs> man. Please, you know, like I don't care how you say it, just not COVID. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to get your uh, your account flagged. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Who is are, this COVID fellow? Well, I mean, you could turn a lot of people. They might not come see me, man. You tell them the COVID's going to be there, and be like, well, I'm not coming there. You know. I mean, let's be honest. COVID's at every wrestling show. Yeah. We've just moved on. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm None just, of us are worried anymore. It's it's fine. Well, not as much. We're assessing the situation and nature levels all the time. Stop anyway. making me feel like an asshole for what I just said. <laughs> All right? He's, he's already got to go to therapy about... You know, yeah, because you gave me PTSD for flashbacks. Oh, now you got to put, put that on me now. So it's, I'll be like... Yeah. Hey, I can provide you biblical counseling, but I can't like provide fucking you. Fucking Kavod <laughs> brings up a show we did 10 goddamn years ago. <laughs> Why do you think we have you on the couch, the comfy couch? And this is this is as we say, this is our podcast therapy session. It's helped us through our issues, yeah. and now we'll it's help actually you an through. Ronnie, why don't you tell me how that made you feel? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the picture. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Did a naked guy just walk run by? Did that I just thought, happen? I I thought that was Corey Futuristic that just ran by. <laughs> I mean, maybe happening? STDs just came in. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what is happening right I now? I guarantee that kid's like, maybe I'll get on the air if I run past naked. <laughs> Joke's on you, kid. You're right. just naked for nobody. Joke's on you. 
you wouldn't be the first naked person on the show. Mm, no, we've had somebody lick the uh, window to get on the show. Oh yeah, time. yeah, they did one but time. Sure. We've had butts on that window. I wonder if it's the same mm-hmm. place where they licked it. Remind me not ah, to touch that window. You never go ass to mouth. So oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> never. Never go ass to mouth. Not even in the heat of the moment. You never go ass. Well, now we learned something. Um. <laughs> Oh boy! I guess um, you've never watched Clerks Two. Uh, no. Clerks Two is a great. I was movie. about to great. make an Ahsoka Tano reference, but I, I, I mean, you know, just like a, I just like. A, anyways, I mean, Rosario you, you never go Ahsoka just, to mouth. God damn you! <sighs> Rosario Dawson is a saint. How dare you say such terrible things? Yeah, uh, but that, that's why. we're gonna move on from that. Um, okay, so two PW Mayhem this Saturday, Worthington Civic Center. Um. Ignore, yeah. ignore the sign on the way. But uh, other than that, uh, you know, it's it's a, a great show, great crew, um, and a lot of uh, you know, you guys there, but also a lot of younger talent too. That I know, I know, you know, there's there's Jersey guys, they're spraying cheese whiz in the fans' uh, mouths. I, I don't know what I don't that's wanna, about. Wanna what talk about the, the you haven't the seen brotherly this? love, the brotherly Philly love Listen, Philly boys. Okay, so this is the bone I got to pick with brotherly love. Uh, you know, last month's show. Uh, for shaking, I caught a handful of cheese whiz to the ear, and uh, it took me like a week to get that cheese out. Oh. I was like dipping French fries in it, and stuff. You know, like, trying. To, like, <laughs> is this like the new nacho bullshit thing? Um, I hate cheese whiz now. Like, I absolutely hate it. So they they have this. Stuff. I don't know. They they talk about whiz facial. I don't know what is. I gotta have a talk with two PW management because they're giving me a ring with guys These that freaking guys give me whiz facials. Oh, look at this. Yeah, yeah. Hey. What is that? Uh, if, if you want to make sure guys from Philly get as far away from you as possible, just bring a Stanley Cup with you. Are they, oh, are they like the guy from uh, the Goofy movie where it's like the Leaning Tower of Cheese? Uh. Something like that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for the cheese whiz and the fact that they're Philly fans, they'd be all right, guys. You know, I hate but, them already. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, a cheese whiz, I'm okay with. Philly, nope. Until Sorry, you get cheese whiz in your ear and you have to smell it for a week, you <laughs> no. will never want cheese whiz again. That's, so That's terrible, fair. Bro. So That's watch fair. out. I mean, there, there, there's a heck of a tag team division there. I mean, it is. It's in, and it, it, they never fail to surprise with you know who they who they get together and, and the matches that are being booked over there. Mm-hmm. It's always something interesting. Like I mean, for you know, this, for instance, this uh, this Saturday they're going to have uh, Matt Connard and uh, and Jason Gorey. Yeah, yeah, be, yeah. That's yeah. a match yeah. to see. Like those I mean, guys, I saw those guys team up uh, uh, replacing the Hardy Boys several years ago. Actually, when they got went back to WWE, um, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. They, they they got a lot of history there. So, um, and, and for those of two PW haven't seen Matt Connard, you're in for a treat there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's a he's a fantastic. He's been doing some fantastic stuff around the pittsburgh area west virginia so um good to see him coming to that area too so but uh yeah you got the stds of course you got lawless in order in there are many configurations happening from time to time um so like it really is a, a hotbed of tag team wrestling in that promotion isn't it yeah they, they always uh there's good competition uh there's uh, quite a few teams that i still would like to to get in the ring with myself after we get uh you know rid of that's right that's all eradicate all right we well, you got any final words for chess flex or in Corey futuristic for your match this saturday uh well um yeah i i'm gonna bring a pair of gloves um <laughs> some hand sanitizer you need a whole hazmat uh, suit for that. please stay six feet away from me if you don't uh you will be met with the wrath of god 
sorry. Uh, sorry about your luck, bud. Um, change your name. Change your name, guys. Uh, you should really do that. And the next time you uh, attack the apex on a promo, make sure you know how to cut it. And let's not talk about golden showers. Don't uh, don't put me and Rev in line with uh, yeah R Kelly. Um, I don't. I don't mean to disrespect R Kelly by putting him in line with the STDs, but you know that's what we. Want. I, I yeah, think that's apt. I was like, "What do you want for this?" I, I, everything we know about R. Kelly, I think that's apt. Yeah. All right, and Corey Futuristic, your response, bro. <laughs> <sighs> you know, <laughs> what is this voice? I'm gonna do the best I can. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's gonna. He's like motherfucker. Well, can I see that picture? Yeah, yeah. Take take my picture and look at it. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna beat you. I can't even say it straight because he's not gonna beat your ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're the STDs. I mean, they- it stands for sexy talented dudes. Well, it's questionable, but uh, we'll see you Saturday. That's literally how he talks. So I'm not even bullshit. <laughs> I mean, I'm well, trying to figure out what accent this is, of Ronnie. I'm, I'm kind of doing. I'm thinking. Um, no, oh, hold on. I think. You're the quiet guy in a third tier tag team managed by Jim Cornette in 1987. It's possible. <laughs> I, I was actually doing um, uh, Forrest Gump. You know, laugh is like a box of chocolate. Wait, shit. that was your Forrest Gump? Yeah, it was terrible. But we can go with the Jim Cornette thing if you want. You know? I, let's go with the Jim Cornette thing because, my word, you're. That's not a Forrest Gump. Man, if only Ronnie Starks uh, was alive during Smoky uh, Mountain Wrestling. Oh, fucking <laughs> killed it, man. <laughs> You've been staring at that picture over there yeah, for a little bit. I'm What's kinda, happening? You know, like, <laughs> he's been staring at <laughs> mesmerized. The best part about the STDs is this picture. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, they should have just like stuck with the Goonies persona. Like, this is this is gold, actually, guys. Yep. Like, uh, yep. Well, you know what? When, take this when, home with me, Corey. Um. If you need it, you can, you know, don't come to my house. Uh, I, I, fight me for it. This Saturday at 2PW Mayhem, yeah. we're in the Civic Center. Sexy Tickets at dudes. Pros- are on the line. Prospectprowrestling.com for ticket information. Uh, all right. Well, hey, we want to give a shout out to our friends who been supporting the show uh, for so long. Slice on Broadway, New York City style. Yins are made. Beach Street, Carnegie East End, and the North Hills. Please go check them out. If you're not in the Pittsburgh area, of course, uh, I know a lot of you are on the West Coast or in between. Uh, please support your fantastic, quality, local, independent pizza provider, just like we like you to support your local, independent, professional wrestling. We're going to take a real quick break. Be right back, and I'm going to have a big reveal. What's in the bag, man? If you saw the Twitter earlier today, that New Japan bag, we're going to find out right after this. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com. The world of pro wrestling, it's bigger than ever. So how can you possibly keep up with everything that's happening? Just pro wrestling news. Don't fear falling behind. Give us just five minutes every morning, and we'll catch you up on the biggest news in the world of pro wrestling. No filler. No rumors, no spoilers, no pop-ups, just pro wrestling news. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app or tell your smart speaker to play the Just Pro Wrestling News podcast. 
Find out more. Go to JustProWrestlingNews.com. We are back. Wrestling Mayhem Show. We got Joshua Kavad here. Hanging out in the studio. Just chameleoning with the couch. Yeah, he's blending. <laughs> it looks a little blue on the camera, though. I don't know. It's it's, it's getting weird on on my. I don't know. It's yeah, a yeah, color yeah. balance kind of situation it's there. It's like a green screen, but not really. Ronnie Starks, the uh, recently re-scarred Ronnie Starks. Well, uh, there you go. There you go. Uh, and of course, uh, oh, Mad Mike's here too. Yeah. Hi. Hey. And hey. Uh, it, like... <laughs> hi. Hello. Hello. It's me you're looking for. What the hell has just happened? So, I don't know. Ronnie keeps saying hi. I'm hi. like, we've been on the air for like an hour already. Hi. All right. This is where we uh, pay off all those teases from her. And I can't, I'm trying to remember all the things we did tease earlier. We say we talk about later. Oh, so, uh, what's that? Something's yeah. in the bag. What's in the bag? What's in the bag? Wow. Wow. That peaked out. Uh, yeah. So I put this tweet out earlier because um, I was like, hey, we, I have a bag of something. So, so Missy, I guess I should I should qualify this with uh, uh, Missy uh, worked for New Japan this weekend. Uh, she was uh, she was doing some some work behind the scenes um, with uh, New Japan for the uh, Capital Collision pay per view that was on Fight uh, or New Japan World up here in Japan. You know, for our Japanese listeners, uh, or Origato. Is that did I do that right, Mr. Roboto? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, so, so anyway, so she's working and 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 she had an opportunity to to you know see the merch stands and there was something special that apparently they had one left and it was something found in a warehouse somewhere that they didn't even know we had here and uh, and and then and then she's she's she she had them put in a bag because uh, she was going to them the Philly ECW arena the next day by the way by the way my wife had the most wrestling weekend ever and I had zero wrestling I want to point that out right now uh, so so it's a nice uh, new Japan bag and it's got her name on it and uh, and it says Philly because it was waiting for her and I got back today of course and, uh, and I found myself with this uh, nice uh, anniversary present uh, there you go look at that guy Nice. Awesome. For you guys on audio, this is that's a, really cool. This is one of those classic New Japan track jackets, and it's got the 50th anniversary on it. And uh, and yeah, I'm gonna wear this everywhere. That's really it. cool. It is. Uh, hold on, let me get get officially official. Yes, can I operate a jacket? Um. So yeah, officially official. <clears throat> Yeah, I didn't even realize the the New Japan patch on that on the front mm-hmm. there. Yeah, that is awesome. That, that's, that's a, a cool sharp jacket. jacket sword. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. I listen. I'm not one for style, as the runway will uh, often remind me. Um, but uh, I think I think I'm stepping. Towards I think it. I think even they would give you a pass on that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, listen. You you haven't you haven't felt intimidated to see an entire team of people roll in with pelican cases and their new japan full new japan jacks now i don't have the pants uh but uh Not you know yet, what anyway. yet 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 listen the pants are on layaway okay <laughs> so this is a something this is a keyboard no this is not keyboard so uh yeah so this is going to be the uh special occasion jacket situation so uh you know i do have tickets to forbidden door so i think that would be a good occasion for it right oh, you know yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I found myself in Chicago that day. Uh, so I might just try to find myself in Chicago. It's good to find yourself in Chicago on uh, AEW weekends. I understand. 
It's happened a couple of times to me. Um, but anyways, uh, so 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 she had. I, I I have to say share some of her experiences because I, I was getting a lot of messages. Again, she was. I was just living uh, wrestling weekend vicariously through her and, and through you, Ronnie, and all the crews that were uh, covering the RWA and the Rise shows this past weekend. Um, as I'm just you know just just treading through the mud in Baja and Tennessee. Um, and I just, you know, I, I think I expressed like some of the texts when we were at WrestleCon, I'll, I'll get things like, Hey, the big show's really tall, you know, things like that. Hey, I just ran into Heath Slater, like literally ran into Heath Slater. I was like, what are you doing? It just seemed like she went off on a wrestle venture every time I, she left my site. <laughs> um, so, so then I'm getting these texts on Sunday morning. The show went off without a hitch from the sounds of it. Uh, I, 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 I watched it uh, in Nashville to make sure, you know, if there's any issues, you know, if I could log into equipment and help out where I could, you know, if there was anything that came up. And then I get I get these texts the next day um, as soon as I can find these. There, there it is. Something like that. She's at breakfast, apparently, in the hotel. <laughs> and uh, and 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 uh, she's like, yeah, so like like since since. Uh, Suzuki's just, uh, you know, Minoru Suzuki's just like in a baseball cap having breakfast, and she's like, I like, and she's like, I, I, I she has a thing for running into wrestlers. She she basically ran into Okada uh, uh, getting eggs at the breakfast bar, um, things like that, which I love. The uh, McLaren says, I just imagine that ending with a exchange in a in a rainmaker. Um, and on top of that, I don't know if you saw the picture, but apparently Missy got a got a picture in front of the uh, ECW sign that you know that that nice mural mm-hmm. that they have there. I didn't know it's in the men's room. I didn't know that either. Until, um... <laughs> I was not aware of that until I posted. I'm like, Missy's having the, a great a great time at ECW Arena. It's her first time out there while I'm out here in the mud. And then Joe Dabrowski's like, she's in the men's room, sir. <laughs> Interesting. I did so, see that picture. That was, that was, yes. Awesome. And then I think the entirety of Will Ospreay in the United Kingdom were uh, taking a picture later in the day uh, with that, too. Maybe right after. Maybe they were spotting for her. I don't know. But uh, a yeah, partner says spanning the world. It, they were just in D.C. It's like four hours away from you. know, D.C. is only four hours away from here. I thought it was further. Why don't we go to D.C. more often? Uh, I think, <laughs> think D.C. is terrible we, as a city or uh, traffic wise. Oh, yeah, it's pretty no, bad. No, definitely as a city as well. Like, uh, I mean, have you ever like spent time in D.C.? Like, no. like drive through like, the like, city near the Smithsonian and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, no, it's but, terrible. Yeah. I don't, I don't uh, our nation's capital is like a mess. I don't, uh, I don't like it down there. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I hear the city is pretty bad. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it is, it is nice to go down by the monuments. You need to branch out more to further locations. Like the, yes, first, first there's Dollywood. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked a lot about Dollywood on Awesome Cast earlier tonight because that's where I was yesterday. Um, that was pretty great. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so the Ronnie Starks world tour, you're going to go to DC, you're going to go to Dollywood, you're going to go to, uh, what was the other place we were talking about earlier? Uh, uh I don't know. You, you just tell me where I'm going and I'm just going to go. That, that's what, that's just going to happen. Now. Also, holy shit that they renovate ECW arena. I need to go. Have to you ECW seen it lately? Now. Like she's giving me these pictures of all these video walls and everything. And I'm like, what? this is not the ECW arena. I remember. That place used to be a dump. It, it, it was it was a less ish dump like uh, so it was in 09 with king of trios and it was still kind of dumpish mm-hmm. 
right? And then like a couple years later for a Ring of Honor taping, like when they were on HDNet, and mm-hmm. like it looked like it was fixed up and painted over a little bit. The backstage wasn't too bad and everything mm-hmm. like that. But now it's just like I, they must have knocked in, knocked out a few walls or yeah, something. Um, there's a whole entranceway she was sending me pictures of and everything like that. Like well, it, it's incredible. Knock that off my bucket list of standing in front of that. I can't believe you. But you've never been to the arena in general. Never. And I need to go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You need to go. You need to find a reason to. Mm-hmm. Well, if you keep working and keep your nose down and in your video ventures, it, <laughs> we'll take going. you places where pro wrestling never took you, sir. <laughs> well, that's all I want out of this, man. <laughs> Look at that. Just keep me busy. Ronnie with the most jobs in professional wrestling. Uh, right under that, Brandon Cutler. What? <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, that is that is true. You could mm-hmm. be the... You're the branding cutler of uh, IndieWrestling.us. I'll take it. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> Shut up, Ronnie. There we go. <laughs> See? There and go. so it begins. And that, you know, that, that, that kind of felt right, didn't it? There's, right? A, there's a new yeah. shirt. Shut up, Ronnie. There you go. Yeah, we need it. Brand it. There you go. There uh, you go. Ask, our, ask the shirt guy. There was What else did we tease about doing after the break? I feel like we're going to come back around to something. Uh, Mike, Ronnie, was there? What am I missing here? Oh, we're gonna talk about. Uh, oh, that's what we. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we're gonna talk about a little incident that happened over the weekend. Yeah. Oh, talk about that. who wants to tell the people on audio what? Oh, happened Ronnie, here? I think that's all you. Ronnie, what happened at this? All and, right. So, well, um, and watch your terminology on this one. Oh, I will. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get canceled today. Okay. Yes. So, uh, so I was, you know, venturing on the tweeters, and uh, I came across a little video uh, about what was the what was the guy's name, the wrestler, like Tyler Black or something. No, no, it wasn't Tyler Black. No. What was that name? I just saw it. I look, I look it up. But go ahead. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, you know, he was he was doing what heels usually Joe do. Joe Black. Joe What's Black. That? Joe Black. So Joe Black was doing what heels usually do, you know, work the crowd, because mm-hmm. that's what we do when we're bad guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went up to him and, you know, normally, you know, when you go to a wrestling show, you know, you, you, your job is to be the fan and sit there and enjoy it, but get involved in like arguments and like stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know, because that's, that's part of your, your thing. Uh, you know, Joe knocked the guy's hat off, which is a completely normal thing to do. Yeah. It's not like he spit yeah. in his face. He... he Went out to and knocked his hat off. Uh, apparently, this guy, you know, got a little uh, was probably a little tipsy and got a little offended, and quite honestly, was probably racist and uh, just super drunk. Oh yeah, and just straight up headbutted yeah, the living wow. shit out of yeah. him. So Joe just decided, or attempted to. It doesn't look like it phased him much. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Joe caught him, caught him off guard more than anything. I think. Oh yeah. yeah, it was just shocking that he did it. Like you have to be some sort of idiot. To think that you're going to go to a wrestling show and try to hurt a wrestler. And he's a, that's a scary jacked looking dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, 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 I don't care wrestler or not. You're not messing with this guy, right? If you're in your right mind. No. Like, what made him think, oh, he knocked my head off. I'm going to headbutt him. First of all, who fucking headbutts somebody? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, throw. Like, someone, someone who doesn't have that much up here to begin with. Oh, he didn't. 
because you know it was still real to him damn it this guy looks like the kind of guy that would be in one of you ever see the competitive competitive slapping contests oh and gets the shit slapped i feel like i feel like this guy would be a feature uh uh, competitor oh yeah i feel i feel like he's the guy that looks at that that watches those and says i could do that yeah you know he's like i'm gonna go to this wrestling show and i'm gonna go after the biggest guy on the show it's like, no, sir, you're you're stupid. Well, the thing that gets me about this is you see all the security and all the rest and everybody come out and nobody does anything. No, mm-hmm. just like, well, they're they're all smaller than Joe they're Black. all. What are to what are death. they gonna do? You know, like, like this is one of the biggest problems with indie wrestling lately is the security. It's, they're sucks. not security. No, they're mm-hmm. they're, they're scared to, to yeah. Well, listen, like, like, uh, well, it's the kind of thing where, like, you know, there was an incident. Um, it was, how was it the first night of WrestleCon, or uh, was it Jay Lethal? No, it was uh, low key. Some fan said something to low key, right, about being Ooh, blacklisted that, or something, that's, right? That's not a good idea, right? And low key, like, just kept going at him, like, verbally, and he's like, "Come on over, man, come on over," mm-hmm. to the point where, and security wasn't doing. It was getting really uncomfortable. Yeah. Security did nothing. I didn't even know what the security was there. Like freaking the guy from High Spots had to go and remove the fan. Yeah. Right? It's just wow. like, what are wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like, well, what are we doing here? Like, is there what, what I wonder, was there security? Like, there is a lot of fans and a yeah. lot of wrestlers and a lot of things that could happen. You know, and, and we've all been at any shows where security is just like just a bunch of random guys. Random dudes There's just want to be there at a wrestling show. Black t-shirts and security on them. Yeah. No, they were maybe given black t-shirts, if that. Which is and, ridiculous, because nobody yeah. wants to do anything about anything. No, no. And, sh- yep, and you can yep. see clearly in that video, the one security guy just walked past the camera, looked at the camera, and kept walking. Yeah. Well, And mm-hmm. they're trying to calm the fan. That's the, the like, yeah. it shouldn't have been done. You're trying to calm the fan down. While everybody grabs Joe Black because they know him, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's hold the guy back that just got headbutted instead of throwing this dude out the door. Like, they should have grabbed that dude and be like, get out. Oh, I mean, right now, mm-hmm. it, look back at how it would have been done years ago. Oh, yeah. Every, everybody, <laughs> including the referee, would have been like, that dude would have got beaten into the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More than once. This is the, the, the Bret Hart incident kind of idea oh yeah right? everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gonna beat the shit yeah. out of that dude yeah 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 and everybody got to hit it mm-hmm. well, everybody and i mean that's that's part of, of the business you you have the fans that think that they can jump in and they can try to go toe-to-toe with the wrestler mm-hmm. and then it's your job at that mm-hmm. point to let them know you're very real and you'll you'll show them exactly what's and, gonna happen and that is the scary part there's a lot of these shows like that one is uh thankfully maybe uh there's a guardrail there how many shows are we around that right. don't mm-hmm. oh, yeah. hard to be like. uh, you know it <laughs> not that the guardrail seemed to do all that no 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 but there's still like a kind of a non-verbal con- a social contract right it's like a false mm-hmm. sense of security. Uh, sorry, there, there's a lot of social contract i was told on more than a few occasions and jake garrett told me this also one time he said mm-hmm. if a fan puts his hands in you beat the fuck out of him mm-hmm. and why wouldn't you yeah yeah, because hey, you don't know what that fan has. No, that fan could try to stab like, you. Like, first and foremost, shit. you don't know what, like, a taser, uh, a knife. Mm-hmm. You know, like heaven forbid, anything worse than that. Mm-hmm. You don't know. So, it like even in even in WWE when that shit happens, like that that will, that person will get stomped out. Oh well, yeah, I mean, do you? Uh, who was it? Triple H and uh, Stone Cold. Uh, when the fan jumped in the ring and uh, 
tried to attack Stone Cold, Triple H jumped right up off the mat and suplexed the living shit out of that yeah. game. Like, I mean, that's that's what you should yeah. do, you know? And the referee was kicking him, too. Yeah, right? he's oh, throwing yeah, boots. Yeah. 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 I mean, no one's saying, like, New Jack the guy. We don't want no match. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> like, Throw some like, boots to him. Yeah, like, like, like let him let him know he's he's let him feel that he's made a mistake. Yeah, he's you, not in a place. You he want to know be. professional wrestling's real, but he will make it real for yeah. you. And that was the idea before you know Kayfabe broke down, right? It was like yeah. you let them know like this isn't bullshit, yeah. right? That they'll never want to do this again. So when I mean it, it, it you know, it was it wasn't there a whole thing about like if you get challenged outside of the ring even. You kind of had to step up as a wrestler mm-hmm. to show, yeah, no, we have to be the tough guy. You got to right? live the gimmick, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, especially back then. You know, uh, Hulk Hogan getting pulled over and he got arrested because uh, another Samoans wanted to speak English and get in trouble. With Vince, mm-hmm. you know, and he had to go to jail because they didn't tell him it wasn't, it couldn't tell him it wasn't his gun in the glove box. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like that kind of thing. Like that's how far that kind of stuff went. I mean, going on talk shows and, and choking out uh, talk show hosts and yes. people the or slapping them in the face. Yeah, yeah you know, like <laughs> that feel fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still one of the best segments I think ever in pro wrestling history. Agreed. Mm-hmm. They had to send him over to Japan to get the heat off of him for a while, and then they just had to release him. I would have capitalized on that. That's what. Well, well, yeah. Vader was it the Vader one or the? No, that was no. Um, what was his name? Uh, blonde dude. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think they did a Dark Side of the Ring on him. Didn't they did, they? yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, exactly. Well, the Vader one's good too, but that other one was better. I have to, I have to catch up on those. Oh, so much to watch. So much to watch. Yeah, the you uh, Hammer Fist was like, you guys had security? <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah, much, um, bro. Did we? But did we, it's though? Not real security. Ah. It was more like insecurity. Mm. Look, look at it like this, okay? The, by uh, the way, that should be a, a name for a stable. When, insecurity. Uh, like, you just come out in the black and white leather yeah. t-shirts. When, and you avoid conflict at all possible. Yeah, you're just absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. Well, I, <laughs> when I get a phone call from Impact Wrestling to ask me to be a security guard at uh, the Ice Draver Ice Gardens, now, why the fuck would you ask me? Wait, wait, this is for real? This is for real. You got a call from Impact Wrestling to... Uh, to be a security guard. Okay. And this was during the Hulk Hogan era. Oh. So our security t-shirts were Hulk Hogan t-shirts. What? <laughs> I gave that fucking thing away after the show to my buddy. I'm like, you want this? You can have it. So, yeah, this was during the Hulk Hogan era when when Matt Hardy was there and he had the dreads mm-hmm. and he got pissed off and he left because he didn't get because Jared didn't pay him the money. He asked him. Yo, that, oh, there was so much drama <laughs> at that show. It was ridiculous. But um, yeah. So wasn't that a house show? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Okay. No, there, there's a lot now, to was that, the, was that the one that like every indie in the area outdrew them? Yes. Because like two were running up the street from them yes. at the same time as Impact Wrestling. Yeah. And nobody cared. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. It was bad. Yeah, they're like, oh, and here's your here's your security shirts. They were those stupid ass Hulk Hogan t shirts that looked like they were uh Well what was that big fighting brand shirt back in the day that everybody liked? Tap uh, out or something or Affliction. No, affliction. affliction yeah, shirts. Affliction, yeah. yeah. Oh so, yeah, I remember those. And I'm like oh, ones. it was the stupidest fucking shirt. And I'm like, yeah. that that's great. Yeah, so Hogan, afterwards, Hogan, Hogan went hard into that design. Yeah, what a piece of shit. <laughs> so you, you mean to tell me next time I'm at like a, a wrestling event, I can't identify security, just look for the Hulkamaniacs, brother. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. why would you ask a guy that's five foot six to come be a security on your show? 
Did you like was <laughs> they weren't like, too worried about security? Apparently. Like real security or spot security? Like I got I, like, paid a hundred bucks to do it. Nope. <laughs> oh, so you actually got paid? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So and I had a conversation with Mickey said you, I thought you said you never got paid in wrestling. Oh, I, Impact <laughs> paid me. Uh, I've got punched wow. in the face for way less, man. So that's, that's great. <laughs> it's like I got paid. I had a good conversation with Mickey James. And I talked oh. to D'Lo Brown for an hour and a half. Oh, well, D'Lo is actually really cool. Now I'm jealous. <laughs> now I'm jealous. Jeez. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but, you know, besides Hulk uh, Hogan. So I no, I don't fucking have that. I, I gave that piece of shit away. I mean, I really... We were, just... were they the black and white ones that they would give away for free in those grab bags? In my, in my uh, mind, they're blue. No, they're they're black and gold. Okay. And it looked distressed. And, and it was just a piece of shit. <laughs> it looked um, distressed. Yeah. And this is this is the perfect the perfect example of why that era of Impact Wrestling was the reason why they didn't have any money later to do these yeah, Twitch you, shows for for nothing or whatever that about era. Making Hulk Hogan affliction shirts and then giving them away to security because they couldn't sell them. They were too so, busy paying me a hundred dollars to be there, brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody... Hot dog in a hundo, brother, brother. <laughs> Jeez, probably Jeez. one of the highest paid on the on the roster that day. <laughs> More than Matt Hardy, right? Well, he was pissed because I got paid and he didn't. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a story for the history books, man. We just need we just need to say we really like Ronnie just like re- like recalls some fucked fucked up wrestling story from the years past. Oh, I can't because I, I mean we like, can make a whole podcast series. Oh, we that, we can do a segment called "It's Been a Journey, Man" with Ronnie Stark. Ronnie, tell me something fucked up right now. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> that doesn't involve Hulk Hogan. No, I hate Hogan so much. Wait, did you actually interact with Hogan or no, anything? No, he, in this was, case? he didn't even show up. No. <laughs> of course. No, it, why would he show up for a house show? Okay, okay. he was too busy collecting all their fucking money. He sent his t-shirts. Television. They don't know. That's right. That's well, right. People were so excited about it. Like, oh, all Hogan t-shirts. Oh, this is so great. No, Hogan almost killed the fucking company back then. Uh, I mean, you know. Right. Kind of, kind so, of. So, <laughs> fucked up story. Uh, we could talk about the Virgil incident. Oh, wait. which what? Wait, okay, I gotta hear this one now. It's I. We all got Virgil stories. Uh, okay, uh, this is the best. This is one of the most ridiculous things because I had to work Virgil, mm. and uh, I was doing the show out in Ohio, and the promoter. It, it was a it was a Comic Con. They put the ring in the Comic Con. And we got all these press badges and shit like that. And uh, so the promoter's like, hey, so Virgil's going to uh, manage you and your group in this match. But you have to treat him like the Million Dollar Man treated him back in the 80s and 90s. Oh. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, oh, oh. Wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Are you allowed to name drop this promoter? No, I probably shouldn't. That's okay. not a that's not a great notion. No, no, no. And uh, so Virgil's like, "Oh yeah, brother, it's gonna be great." And I'm like, and Virgil's like down with it. He's like, "Yeah, man, just well." Here's you got breadsticks. Th- here, yeah, he did <laughs> uh, <laughs> that marinara meat sauce, brother. <laughs> when you're there, you're family. But uh, yeah, and here's the, here's the the kicker. Uh, I had to hold Virgil's money the entire day. Oh, this is that story. It's this story. Oh, okay, oh, you didn't tell me this other part of the story. Yeah, so oh, I had boy. to carry Mer- Virgil's money the entire show. So you really were treating like the more <laughs> Yeah, so because the promoter didn't want him to, you know, get his money to say, fuck this show, I'm out. Mm-hmm. So I held his money the entire fucking time. 
And Virgil's like, you got my money, right? You got my money. You got my money. I'm like, yeah, bro, I have your money. I said, you know, I'll give you your money when we're done with the spot. He's like, I got a good idea for the spot, brother. He's like, "Uh, I'm going to put my bags by the door. And I'm going to go out with you. And we're going to do this whole thing. And you're going to, like, you know, point me in the chest and say shit. And I'm just going to get fed up. I'm going to put you in the million-dollar dream, brother. And I'm going to take the money out of your pocket. And I'm going to walk the fuck away. I'm like, whatever, bro. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever you want to do, man. So it went down like that. He put me in the million dollar dream. Like he, he, he didn't do it softly. He just straight up like tried to choke me out. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, bro, wrestling's a work, my man. Like you're, you're choking me. He's like, no, nah, brother, I don't, I'm not choking you that hard. You're good. Just, that just, hard. Just, just sell it, brother. You're, you're good. So I'm like, fuck, bro. So he puts me in it and I'm sitting there and I'm trying not to laugh. I'm like. I'm like, I'm just getting choked out by Virgil right now, and I'm the only one who finds this hilarious. What is my life? Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm literally paying this man somebody else's money to choke me out, and I didn't ask for this. You know, he's been <laughs> like like nine WrestleManias. Yeah, and so he choked me out. He took the money out of my pocket. He's like, it was nice to meet you, brother, but I'm leaving. <laughs> so he just, he walked out the door with the money, and that was it. Wow. And I got to lock her up like, you motherfuckers really did this to me today. I'm like, this this is unreal. He didn't charge you an extra fee to like, put his hands around your neck? Uh, uh, I don't even think I got paid for that. No. Mm. Wow. Nope, I didn't get paid for that show. Well, you should have took a cut. And, and I was in the main event, too. I mean, it wasn't an impact wrestling choice, so, you know. I mean, hey, we can't all get paid $100 to wear a Hulk Hogan t-shirt. And... Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it, 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 anybody who's ever met Virgil or been on a show with him has a Virgil story. We all have Virgil uh, stories, bro. Every single one of us. Uh, at the age of, uh, I think I was 16, uh, RWA, uh, Honky Tonk Man and Virgil were both uh, in the upstairs, which is now not a locker room anymore, right? It used to be the locker room. Mm-hmm. And, uh, on the stage, yeah. Yeah, and I remember Honky Tonk telling me, hey, kid, uh, you're with me. Just make sure I always have a beer in my hand, right? So I'm running <laughs> beers up and down the steps all night to Honky Tonk. That sounds and, right. They, they put me in that spot with Virgil, which I said about earlier, and he would get out there, and I'd just break it up, and he tries to smack me with the chair. Uh, well, he's, you know, drinking beers, him and Honky Tonk, man, whatever. And then the night comes, and uh, I, me and a few other people physically watched him. He hugged a girl, and sly as can be, man, took the necklace right off of her neck and slid it in his pocket. <laughs> and walked away. He fucking would. Like, I, dude, I didn't know what, I, like, did that just happen? Like, and uh, the, the girl's dad, I think it was her dad, uh, who knows, it's Wes Newton, yeah. uh, chased him down, like, was threatening to beat him up and stuff, but he rolled. Like, the chick's necklace took it right off her neck. Like, sly, man. Like, he, he's Did good. he give it back there, or did he just keep no, it? No, he kept that thing, man. He is this so Virgil, nice, he didn't give it wow. back. That's his necklace, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and then, all right, here's another fucked up story that isn't a Virgil story. Okay, okay. Uh, my first day in IWC. Okay. I did the Legend Show. You, uh, down in Franklin? At that high school? Yeah. Uh, do you remember when the whole Coco Beware incident? Yeah, I remember there was, yeah, I remember something of an incident. Yes. Uh, all right. So, Coco Beware, it literally took him, I'm going to say, about 25 minutes to come By the way, the, the, this show is up on YouTube if you want to watch it. All right. 
Yeah, yeah, we're just like, what the fuck are we waiting? Oh, that's when the genius was just like, like doing poems. Monty Popo was just a big just, promo. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, just, just going on about stuff. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is cool. He's just doing stuff off the top of his head. Yeah, it, it He's was really a- taking a long time with this. What's going on? I'm, I'm, I'm ringside filming this thing, by the way. I, yeah. I, I don't want to say what the issue was or anything like that, you know, but, but you know, there was a thing going on and he just didn't, he wasn't coming out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So they're just like, yo, you're the ref. You need to get the fuck out there and just, figure something out we're gonna send Lonnie Poffo out so Lonnie Poffo did like a 20 minute promo uh-huh. talked about Andre the Giant talked about Hogan talked about all, everybody all off the top of his head it was it was, it was really good because Lonnie Poffo was amazing oh yeah like you, you didn't really kind of care that yeah there was no Coco yet but uh so during the match Lonnie Poffo was outside selling and Coco Beware and I are in the ring he starts punching me in the shoulder and trying to like put a knot into my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, cut him up, brother. Cut him out. So he just kept hitting me and hit me and hit me. And so I had this big knot in my shoulder. I turned and looked at Kokobura. I'm like, do not fucking touch me again. And he just he just looked at me like I was an asshole. I was like, I'm like, dude, you're, like, you're fucking hitting me and shit. But then at the end of the whole thing, you know, he went over and he, he wanted me to put the, uh, the little bird thing on his head or my head. He's like, put this on, and I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing that, dude. And um, who was uh, Roberts? Was it Roberts that was owning it at the time? Uh, Chuck Roberts. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember. I think it was the Chuck Roberts there. Okay. And then Chuck just came down. And he's like, I'll put it on my head. Just get out of the ring. I was like, all right. But I was just, holy shit, dude. Like he was. Uh, there was something going on to him in that day. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Oh, Ronnie Starks, uh, the, I don't know, something to the stars. I, I don't even know. At I this don't know, point. man. I, I had some good experiences with IWC. I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find the match, actually. <laughs> find it. I, I got so mad. Um, uh, I don't know, but we'll, 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 we'll figure that out. Um, anyways, well, on that note, I think it's time to find out what everybody learned from indie wrestling this week. Who would like to go first? I've learned that uh, this is, I, I get the hype. This is a nice jacket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's re- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be using this a bit. Um, uh, I've learned uh, I love doing my job more and more every time I do it, Sorge. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, he's like on Twitter and says, I got the best job in the world. I was like, bro, you just got here. I fucking love you it. You know? And, and I love one of my, uh, Jen that was on here a couple weeks ago was liking your tweet too. Uh, and she's been at this for about a year. So, yeah. yeah. Waiting well, for her to... I want to be sad when she makes her in-ring debut because it means I'm going to lose a videographer. And she's very good at it, too. She, so. She's cool, dude. Yeah, very, very cool. We got to get all you guys together out in, out in Chicago sometime. I don't know. Around an AEW event, probably. I have to come. Yeah. To be quite honest. Yeah. So, um, I, I just need to go to Chicago. I'm, I'm taking that weekend off sword, I promise you. You're taking it, what, what all, all in or all out? All, yeah. out, all out in? We're just gonna have to get tickets, and I'm just gonna come. Okay, gonna make it happen. Going. It's gonna be uh, the Warrior Wrestling's that Saturday. Can you in the football field? Can you get me to help record that, man? Oh, right away. I got my local. I got my local team out there, man. I could be Ronnie. your. I'll just be your assistant. You're gonna have I me. Mean, you could. You be my assistant. I could use an assistant. I'll like, be your assistant. That's fine. We got a whole football field. I can have a. I'm gonna have like Chachi will be out there. I'll be your assistant. Just don't make me run the football field, Sorky. Yeah. That depends. That depends. There could be some. I don't know. You, get, you never know what they're going to do at these stadium shows. They've landed a helicopter the one time I didn't make it. 
they threw they threw Frank the Clown off of uh, bleachers the hard way, um, or the easy way, depending on how you look at it. But anyways, at least they're not booking. Uh, what's the idiot who does all that dumb shit? Narrow down your search. Sorry. Um, <laughs> he does it for all his juggalos and jigglets. Narrow down your search. Oh, oh, uh, superhuman. Yeah. Oh, that guy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, at least they're not booking Like Batman Pondo? I saw him last weekend. What? I'm still. That show. I'm still getting over that. Someone's car is freaking out out there. Mm-hmm. You know, election night gets wild. Primaries, baby. Uh, Mad Mike, what did you learn from wrestling this week? Oh, boy. I learned a few things from wrestling this week. Um, <laughs> I, I learned... One thing I learned is um, David Otunka mm-hmm. is uh, back in the dating scene. Oh, really? Uh, he's trying to date She-Hulk, apparently. Squeeze me? Oh, yeah. You got to watch the trailer. <laughs> yeah. The trailer? Wait, wait, wait. David, David Otunga is in the She-Hulk trailer yeah no first yes. of all there's a she-hulk trailer yes, yes. i'm not awesome. aware of this yes it's okay awesome. wait who's playing she-hulk uh tatiana maslani from uh orphan black mm, not familiar oh sorry 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 that's what we're gonna do immediately right after the show for patreon we're gonna do a, a, a one of our fun watch-alongs Mm-hmm. After the show, and you're, might... and you're just you're just gonna watch the trailer, and I'm you're gonna react. Kind of watching it right now, I think. Sorg, stop! No, wait, no, wait till we watch it with you. Face yeah, wait till we watch right. it with you, and you can actually hear it. Okay, all right, all right. We got because there's a voiceover too. And what's the tr- new Chip and Chippendale trailer too? Uh, no, I don't want to get no. spoiled. Kavod, what you oh, want? I, 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 I learned one other thing. Yes, uh, Ric Flair is determined to die in the ring. Uh, he really he is. Seems, it seems that he's, he's determined. Yeah, he's having. He, they announced him as a. He's going to have a, a retirement match at mm-hmm. Starcast. Him and Steamboat, isn't he? Is it? Well, it's a rumor. I thought uh, Steamboat hasn't confirmed that. Well, I, I hope he does. I mean, I'm, what better way to go? You know? I am. A, I'm still looking for a way to. I might. I don't know. I might. I might end up in Nashville. I mean, week. if I, I get Steamboat to wrestle me, I would retire. There you right. go, dude. I bet he can still go. I bet he can still out wrestle half the people you've had a match with. I, I'm sure he can out wrestle me. There you go. Know. There you go. Jeez, that was the greatest thing when he, when they had him and Jericho, and they kept having him and Jericho. Like that that was that was really good. Uh, period. Sorry, I blanked. Um, <laughs> what are we doing? Kobot, uh, where can people find you online? Uh, all my social media is just about anything at either Joshua Kabod or Jay Kabod. Uh, Twitter, I believe, is Jay Kabod. Instagram is Jay Kabod. You can find me on TikTok at Jay Kabod. Uh, you could also, uh, Facebook is just Joshua Kabod, man. Look it up. Um, there you go. Shoot me the invite. Uh, I'm, I'm not too great with Twitter. Uh, it's not like a big tweeting's not my thing, you know. But uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, I'm really big on those. Uh, fi- look up on YouTube. You can watch a lot of my matches on YouTube, at least the ones that aren't on the uh, Indie Wrestling Network. Um, but. Go over there. You see a lot of me over there, too, on a couple different uh, shows that are over there. So go check them out, man. Get your subscription. Because, you know, let's uh, support indie wrestling. And then um, YouTube, uh, we got just keep your eyes peeled. Uh, go add me on Facebook. Keep your eyes peeled. We've got a little documentary thing going on right now, uh, kind of following my current journey uh, over the past year and current. 
uh, in indie wrestling. So go check that stuff out. There you go. Go check it out. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, I, I, I really appreciate being on the show, man. Uh, one thing I, I've learned about indie wrestling there this weekend is that uh, you can get a bunch of children to say whatever you want <laughs> if you start <laughs> chanting it. What did you make them say? I didn't make them say anything, but my partner made them. Was it bad? Oh, it was very bad. Awesome. I, I almost put earmuffs on. So go ahead, and whenever that RWA episode drops, make oh, sure you no. check out the main event. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait to edit this. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get into this, son. It is uh-huh. pretty wild, man. Uh, I, I'm not gonna spoil anything for anybody. So, and, that and is it, the second thing where somebody said they're not gonna spoil the end of the show for me. I mean, it is really. It's not even the wrestling that is like, oh my god, moments. So. If you don't have Indie Wrestling Network, you better go get it because you're going to want to see this. this yeah, you got to see that crowd in person. I, I again, I was you know w- you know trying to give everybody their fair shake because there was two shows happening at the same time Saturday, and I was like, listen, RWA is happening. You will not forget this experience. I didn't say it was going to be a good experience because you never know how people are going to react to that crowd, right? But it is it is definitely I something. Had my entire ministry there for the very first wrestling show they've ever been oh, to. Wait, 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 wait! You took up the RWA. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, and it was one of the most intense wrestling shows I could have taken my ministry to, and they got a warm welcome into professional wrestling, and they actually loved it. That's great. So that's nice. great. Yeah. It is. I, I I feel like again, I, there's a lot of companies doing some great things in the area, but there's nothing like that damn crowd, and and just just if you want wrestling, that's freaking it. Mm-hmm. Like like yeah, all around. Newton's its own breed. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Ronnie Starks. Uh, Starks Wrestling on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ronnie Starks on the Instagram. Ronnie Starks on the Facebook. Uh, email me at good times. Mm-hmm. Uh, call me baby. I, I don't know. I don't know what else you want me to tell him. I don't, I don't know where you're going with this. I'm kind of curious what's happening right now. Nothing. I, I got nothing. I was trying to be All clear. right. At Mad Mike 483 on the tweets. Yeah, I tweet about stuff and things. Yep. Especially <laughs> to Tony Khan. Especially to <laughs> Tony Khan. <laughs> How have you not been blocked yet? Is, uh, it's beyond me. Tony Khan doesn't read his tweets. Probably. Well, clearly he doesn't act on them. Oh, at Sorgatron on the Twitter. I will be on the road this week. If anybody knows any good wrestling shows Friday night in the greater uh, Michigan area, not that great, but at least within a uh, wonderful driving distance of uh, uh, probably uh, Jackson, Michigan, I think I'm going to be in. Um, I'm I'm looking forward uh, to to find some wrestling because I was definitely um, not able to get to Tennessee wrestling. I was sad. I, I wasn't able to get to Tennessee wrestling last week um because that was very special last time i got to do that a few years ago but thank you everybody for joining us we will be back next week we should be back with the monday show i do believe sorry about that last night mike but i just i was dolly wooded out Sorg, we would have had a lot to talk about. I, I know i know but i've left it all for today so thank you everybody we will see you guys next week same mayhem time same mayhem channel Mayhem out. I just wait. I just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Wait for the perfect time and attack. Don't give up what you want. Take it back. Wait for the perfect time and attack. The show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.